today's episode is brought to you by PureVPN. Whether you're streaming, browsing, or just looking for a little more online security, PureVPN has you covered. Rated 4.8 stars by TruePilot and seen on Wired, Yahoo Tech, The Huffington Post, and Lifehacker, PureVPN offers blazing fast VPN services at an affordable price. PureVPN also has features like internet kill switch, split tunneling, and the capacity to allow 10 devices per account, as well as 24-7 customer support. Right now, they're even offering a 7-day full access trial for just 99 cents and an additional 40% off their monthly subscription service. Use the link in the show notes to secure this deal and your online activity today. It's so, it irritates me that there's a lag and it's like, I'm going to wait till I hear talking to record. It's like, what if I want to wait till you're recording to start talking? Right. Every it's like time. a game of chicken every time we want to do an episode. Oh, well. Oh, well. Hey, buddy. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you made it. Me too, man. Me too. What a fucking year. Holy <laughs> hell. <laughs> it's only Wednesday. You know what? I had this. I had this dark, dark, wow, I'm just kicking us off real dark. Dude, I had this dark realization at like two in the morning and it literally shot me awake. Like, like, like anxiety at, at, at work. I fucking had this realization that everybody has the mentality that it's just this year. Like we're getting close to finishing a race. Like there's a finish line. And 2021 is just beyond the ribbon we have to run through. And what I think is going to happen is no one is going to be able to resist hanging out around the holidays. And no one's going to take it seriously. Everyone's going to fuck it up. Everyone's going to get sick. And 2020 is going to roll right into the what should be our next calendar year. And 20, it's going to be 2020B. It's going to be part two. That's honestly what's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. I love that that woke you up in the middle of the night. I've been thinking this for a long time. Um, Not necessarily as intricate as like the holidays and like how they factor into it. But I definitely think you're right. Um, And I have a story about that in a moment. But um, these crazy events don't care that it's a 2020 calendar year. Um, They don't care what day it is or year it is. This is just things happening in a row. And I don't think a new, you know, number at the end of the date is going to affect that in any way. So, you know, I've been thinking like 2021 isn't just going to magically be better. It's going to just slowly fade out into history yeah dude yeah i like it just freaks me out it just freaks me out like rather than 2021 being this fucking sick year way better than 2020 because the bar was already so low it's gonna be like mayhem crazy and it's gonna be all after trump wins fucking again do you think that's gonna happen yes i don't want to start a fight But 
to to let's get a little political on here. We never um, do. Just give us this do. one time, audience. I'm just curious because I never get to talk to Sterling. This is the one time a week. Okay. Yeah, fuck off, Amazon. Okay. <laughs> Amazon, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a while. Um, we're actually on Amazon now, so thanks for allowing us to oh, be here. Shit. shit on your network. It finally happened. Um, I can tell you, I said no free pub in my in front of my company today, and it hit so hard, dude. <laughs> No free pub. Uh, yeah, I, I showed an image on a presentation, and Geico was on there, and I was like, oh, I don't know how Geico got on here, but we, we say in the biz, no free pub. And the, everyone loved it, dude. Like, the podcast is making my life better. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's fucking working. Um, but back to politicalness, what were your thoughts on the debate? Whoa! So glad you brought this up. Uh, I I have very little faith for the left side, and I really honestly thought that Biden was gonna get fucking steamrolled because Trump steamrolls everyone and everything because he just he's an unstoppable force. Like he just flaps his fucking gums and nothing matters. He just talks over anyone and everything because he's a little spoiled rich bitch that no one ever said no to, and uh it was bad like for different reasons but not bad for that reason i agree with you i was expecting biden to get destroyed and not in like a political way like all his ideas would get shot down but i right. just i thought he was going to be like like stumbling like like in an inescapable conversation when you just want to get out of it and and people keep talking and you're just like stuck like i just that thought that he was going to get too. stuck and that he didn't weird. He was a snappy little man. I kind of liked it. He he kind of was. And, like, I feel like the media has portrayed him to be much slower slower and old and fragile than I, than I thought. Like, he yeah. has it a little bit more together than I thought. And I mean this in zero disrespect. Yeah. But does he have fake teeth? He's because got his perfect. teeth are very perfect. He's gotta. They're perfect. It, they, I like saw them, and I, I don't like. I had to kind of defend myself a little bit because, like, in the middle of the thing, and and Fowl is like very on the Biden train, and I, I don't want to vote for either of them really, but <clears throat> I'm like, you know, neither here nor there. <clears throat> but I'm sitting there and I'm like, does he have fake teeth? And she kind of she just looks at me, <clears throat> and she's like, hmm. And I was like, I don't mean it badly, but look at those things. They're immaculate. They're too perfect. <laughs> Gotta be fake. I don't That's, believe it. I I don't... I'm not against people who don't want to vote for either. I There are people out there that will get fucking so pissed. Like, look at what the right side will do. Look what the left side will do. But I think there's nothing better than being able to accurately assess both sides and say... They're both not good, and neither of them should be our president, hold the highest office in our country. Yeah. And it's because of lack of thinking like that that we're in this two-party bullshit fucking scenario every election for the last bazillion years. So there's that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I did not vote for either candidate last time. And, like, I just fucking hated them both, and I I didn't want to vote for either of them. Um, 
I don't think you should have to pick between Hitler and Stalin, you know? I agree. I think there should be other options. There always is. Um, And if everybody had that mentality and voted another way, we could win. But no one does. Yeah. No one fucking does. Uh, my, my favorite part from it for like, first of all, I was just, my, my biggest disappointment was like, this is the best we have. Like, this is the greatest and most powerful, richest country ever in the history of mankind. This is what we have to offer. Um, I was just like kind of embarrassed and sad. I was like, we're fucked no matter what. And everybody's laughing at us right now. Everybody's talking about how much of a joke this is around the world. Yeah. That was my thought. And then part that really like i i think biden i think trump is fucking trump but biden is like very fake and cheesy but there was like one thing that cut through the rest and it actually meant a lot to me when he got he got like i think legitimately mad when he brought up his son and he's like yeah and he was like my son did have a drug problem and he he got over it and i'm fucking proud of him i'm like yep dude what so you're a good dad? And I was like, I could vote for a good dad. I I thought the same thing in that scenario where, and it was like Trump really ate his words in that moment because he was, I don't know anything about Biden's kids or family or whatever, but mm. Fal filled me in, I guess, that Bo was <clears throat> in, the, in the military and then died. Um, I guess so, Jesus. And... I, I don't know what the situation was, but <clears throat> apparently Trump didn't know that, which for a guy controlling the country, you know, you should know a little bit about your opponent, especially if it's public knowledge, considering you know that there are aliens, like, in the basement of the White House. Like, you know a lot of things that we don't know. The public knows this. You should probably know it, too. So he was he was saying, like, oh, I, I didn't know about that one. I knew about this other kid. Like, well, you know, whatever the other kid's name is. Uh, talking about like Russian collusion or something, and I was like, "You, you just shot yourself in the dick." Like that was rough, so bad. bro. Like not so bad, not good at all. But you're right; that was like a very true moment for Biden. Yeah. It's like he is not a loser, and I'm proud of him. I was like, "Okay, I like that." Yeah, that was the first time I I had been got by Biden. Um, the uh. I didn't even like catch that other thing that happened that everybody's talking about. Trump totally fucking not denouncing white supremacy. That was insane. Like I, I don't know if that's legit though. I like went back and watched it, and I was like, wait, did he fucking do the Hitler salute or something? What happened? And I watched yeah. it a hundred times, and it was just they just asked him like, will you denounce white supremacy or whatever? And he's like, sure. Like what do you want me to call him? You know, like trying to find like the name of a group to like smack down mm. and, you know, ended up being a clusterfuck of conversation anyways. But he, yeah, I don't think it was like a refusal. It was more of like a, what do you want me to call him? Like, what do you, what do you want? And then he said, sure. Which isn't I, very reassuring. I got to say, like if, if I'm the president and someone says, Hey, will you denounce white supremacy? I'll look at the camera and be like, yeah, White supremacy sucks, and I think it's evil, yes. and I don't support it. Like yes. you'd think that would be like the immediate that, response, but that's what it should be. Why was he like avoiding it and like saying, "Yeah, 
what should we call them? Let's pick a name together. Because uh, I'm too afraid to fucking say Nazis. Yeah, I don't know if it was that even. I think he was looking for like a an organization to to call out. Like, because he was he mentioning was like Antifa. Antifa, yeah. He was looking for Antifa, and then they're like, well, will you denounce white supremacy? And he's like, or white supremacists, I guess. And he's like, yeah, what do you, like, what's the name? What do you want me to call them? And like, I don't know. It was a weird, it was a weird thing. I think there's obviously a better way to handle it, but they were all heated anyways, so. Whatever. <sighs> fucking, fucking so wild. I'm pretty, I've never been this involved in politics ever in my life. Me either. But I had to watch. I was like, this is going to be a train wreck. Yeah. I'm even excited for the next one. <clears throat> Me too. And I think it's going to be... Well, I don't know what to expect now, having seen this one. But I feel the reverse about this next one. I feel like Kamala is going to tear him a new one. But maybe that just means they'll be evenly matched. You know? Yeah, I don't know. And like, I've never seen Pence just like really get after it. Because he's always had Trump to daddy trump to kind of bail him out <laughs> but well, I mean, daddy trump kamala is more put together and more intelligent than i think all of them because they're all fucking pushing retirement age they're past it <laughs> they're all they're circling it. the drain <laughs> oh my god uh fuck um well we are not technically recording in Spooktober, but it's about to be Spooktober. Dude, if we wait a couple hours, it'll be Spooktober. I know, Christ. October's my favorite fucking month, and Halloween's my favorite holiday. I'm juiced for this month, no matter what this this year brings. Yeah, dude, I'm pumped. Uh, we were talking about what scary movies we want to watch this month. Um, obviously, the Halloween's. Obviously, yes. The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yes. Uh, I want to watch at least the first Saw movie, but I don't think Fowl's going to be in for that. Ooh. Um, Paranormal that's a great Activity. One. You should do that one. We're going to watch uh, the Blackwell Ghosts. Oh. The Blackwell Ghost series. I think that's scarier than like 90% of the other movies. It was so good. And it's... like still gives me the tinglies. It's it's fucking scary. It's really scary. Yeah, man. Um, so, I agree. I'm very pumped for October and well, we'll we'll see what 2020 brings us as a as a gift. If anything, <laughs> it's going to be the, it's going to be the worst. Like it's the horror month. Like real werewolves are going to pop out. Oh my god. But that means we could become werewolves if we don't we don't die yeah from that sounds terrible yeah oh you hear that 2020 <laughs> werewolves we don't want to be werewolves <laughs> i feel like it's the the spooky month where fucking spirits have a chance to enter our dimension and shit and aliens like to hang out in this month so i feel like things are gonna get weird and maybe like it'll, the weirdness of october and the weirdness of 2020 will like cancel out or create Wouldn't it a be baby. so funny if aliens decided to try to invade on Halloween, but they land and they see a bunch of crazy people in masks running around like psychos, and they're like, "What did we get ourselves into?" And then they just take off. Dude, like crisis averted. I know. 
That would actually be a great sci-fi movie. Yeah. Or they see, like, uh, a bunch of, like, fucking uh, kids dressed up as Fortnite characters, and they're like, they know we're here. They're already armed. We need to leave. (laughs) They're already armed. I thought you said this was an ambush. (laughs) (laughs) So crazy. Do Do you remember fucking Hocus Pocus? Yeah, with uh, the three witches, that Disney movie. Yeah. 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 So they, they, we should maybe do that movie, but spoilers. They, <laughs> three witches get revived for after like a 400 years or whatever. They were hung in the Salem witch trials and they come back on Halloween and they have an hour or an hour. They have all night to kill three kids to make themselves live forever. And it's on Halloween and Halloween hasn't, like, been invented yet in the fucking 1400s or whatever. So they're, like, they think that hell has taken over or something, and they see a guy that's the devil, and they're, like, oh, it's the king! And they, like, rush <laughs> over to him, and they, like, worship him and stuff. And he's, like, oh, hey, ladies, how's it going? And they're, like, oh, my God, he addressed us. And he's just, like, they're smitten with him, and he doesn't understand why, because he's just, like, a fake devil guy. It's so funny. <laughs> I remember exactly what you're talking about. Oh my god. It was very clever. Um Dude. Uh do you remember seeing all the scream Halloween ma- uh masks and costumes when we were kids? I do. And I was actually talking about that. So uh perfect segue into this episode sorry for being 15 minutes in and and going the roundabout way but this is our first annual spooktober fest movie episode um we did scream (laughs) (laughs) annual movie episode bonanza extravaganza i don't know take an extra breath in the middle of that sentence i didn't know i didn't know what to call it um (laughs) but that's what we're doing here this is the alex and sterling watch stuff podcast i'm alex i'm sterling you're welcome everybody oh cheers wait oh god cheers noise um we watch drink review watch different movies and tv shows this month all spooky shit uh then we drink a whole bunch and then review them for you so you can decide if you want to waste your life on that's right that's the best explanation i've ever heard (laughs) so you can decide if you want to waste your life (laughs) like we do (laughs) like we don't get paid to yeah exactly we are spending money to do this you're welcome yeah um, uh, did you pay to watch it? I saw it was free on a uh, Tubi or whatever. Yeah, I did pay because I'm too. dumb. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I, uh, I, I didn't want to deal uh, with Tubi again. Like, you can only watch it on, you can, I don't think you can watch it on your phone. Um, and I wanted to jump back and forth between my phone and uh, TV and computer and shit. So I got it on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, I got it on uh, Amazon, I think nice um i wanted to watch this because i i think it's a a classic and it's it's definitely a classic for like our generation because it came out when we were younger um and it was like a a, one of those movies that stood out a little bit 
of the horror genre. Yeah, man, it definitely stood out uh, in the genre. It is, I would say, a classic. So the I had never seen it. For those of you listening, we were talking about what scary movie we wanted to do first and listing a few, and we actually took a poll, and people responded, and we looked at all these options, and I was like, dude, I've never seen Scream, and Sterling was like, um, excuse me? What was that? <laughs> Did you just say you've never seen Scream? We're watching Scream. So that's what we're doing today on this very lovely Spooktober day. Um, yes. But I wanted to go back to your, your comment. Remember seeing all the masks, the ghost face masks? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like when we were kids. Watching this movie, like, it wasn't scary to me. It was almost silly. Yeah, same. Because I had seen it so much when I was a kid. And, like, people yeah. wore it all the time. Like, so yeah. many people. All the people wore it. Yes. And I was like, it. I think at the time, it was probably terrifying. And it's still a little creepy. Like, if you if you look at it, and it's like, that's horrifying. But it's just, it's now so commonplace. It's, like, such an easy mask to pick up. It's not unique in any way. And so it's like, am right. I scared of that? Or is that just, you know... Tyler from down the street. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I feel like the shock value has gone up uh, in movies and stuff. So like you pr- like <laughs> movies have gotten progressively more and more fucked up or disturbing. And I feel like the mask or a mask would have to reflect that now. Yeah. Like perfect example in my mind is um, the purge or the strangers. Oh, yes, Those exactly. Masks- they're so simple and that's what makes them horrifying is like just like the smile that's a little too big and it's like oh get away from me like what what is that why why is that a mask get out of here right right um it was yeah so i was i was worried when i was watching and i was like damn dude this is like real 90s cheese so cheesy oh dude it had Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Love that fucking bitch. Are you challenging me? <laughs> uh fucking I I really like him. I, I think he's a good actor. I think he became the only good actor out of all those people, actually. I think he's a terrible actor. Are you kidding me? What has he, he been in that he's good? Uh I Sorry, love bro. SLC Punk. Have you seen that? Nope. Oh my god, it's amazing. It's about him and Buddy who are punk hardcore punk rockers for some reason living in Salt Lake City and they completely don't belong cuz everybody's super Mormon and it's like they're t- super insane lives when they don't fit in at all. Um and it's like really intense and sad and funny and crazy. Really good. Okay. Um, All right, I believe you. You know, but maybe it was just such a fucking good movie. It, like, didn't matter that he was a bad actor. I'll have to go back and check, because he was pretty bad in this one. He was pretty bad. Uh, I read a a piece of trivia that he wasn't even auditioning for the role, that when they were doing casting calls, it was in, you know, some building where they were doing casting calls for other movies, you know, at the same time. And he 
was with his girlfriend at the time. Mind you, I have no idea if this is legit, but I read it on IMDb, so I'm assuming it's real. He was with his girlfriend at the time, and she was auditioning for something, and he was waiting in the hallway. And one of the casting people for this movie was, like, for some reason in the hallway, and she saw him, and she's like, hey, you, come here. And, like, basically called him out, and like, hey, you should audition for this part. And he knocked it out of the park, and they were like, yep, you're in. So it was what? like an accident. Low bar. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the other people applying were. Oh, my God. <laughs> Low bar. I, it would be super funny if, like, there was, like, fucking Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert and, like, Downey Johnny Jr. Depp. Yeah, like, legit, <laughs> hella good actors in there. No, no, you're awful, no. Um, I think the story, though, is really fucking good. Dude, me too. Um, uh, I didn't want to blow it for you, but I wanted to mention at one point that it's genre breaking and I love that. So I knew that going in, that's one of the things I knew about the movie. Having never seen it, I've been told before that it's, um, I've been told that it was essentially a horror movie about the rules of horror movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which made me think of Cabin in the Woods, but Cabin in the Woods was like 20 years later. But um, yeah, I I remember hearing that from several people. I was like, okay, you know, and like even people would like quote it in a sense and they'd be like, oh, you can't ever say be right back. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, haven't you ever seen Scream? I'm like, no, I've never seen Scream. They're like, oh, you got to see Scream. It's a blah, blah, blah. And they like go on about it. I'm like, okay, whatever. (laughs) um you're like whatever be right back (laughs) yeah Yeah, whatever be right back i'm gonna go have sex and drink alcohol (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah so i i was kind of expecting that and i to be honest i didn't know how they were going to incorporate that because when you I get break the genre is a really good term. When you do something like that and you call out the rules that you're supposed to play by, like it's got to be in somewhat of an obvious fashion. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I didn't know what they yeah. were going to do to do that. Um, so like, that was a cool surprise. And the movie was very different than I expected. Uh, it was a Wes Craven movie, which I didn't realize and makes all the sense in the world. Um, did you see that the there? Did you catch the part where they were like, "We're not in a fucking Wes Craven movie"? Did, did you hear that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god! They and they they had so many little plugs like that. Um, I was reading through the trivia, and it was like one of them was in the beginning. Mind you, the beginning started off with a bang. I was not prepared for it. It was great. This whole Drew Barrymore death scene was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, she got fucking destroyed. Dude, I had no... When I saw her, I was like, Drew Barrymore is in this movie? Are you kidding me? Like, what am I missing here? Uh, <laughs> Only used for, for star power. Yep. Just star power. That's it. Don't get attached. He pulled a Hitchcock. Oh. Hitchcock you know, did that? Hitchcock did that in The Birds. Um, I am the worst. Her name escapes me. There was a famous... or Actually, not The Birds. Psycho. Um, in Psycho, 
the woman, the blonde girl who gets killed in the shower, mm-hmm. she is, or at least back in the day, was super, super, super famous. And they had her in all the ads for the movie to use her star power to get people to see it. Dude, that shower scene's like 10 minutes into the movie. So, like, wow, everybody goes there to see this woman be in this horror movie, and she gets killed in the beginning. And the rest of the movie, people are like, what is this movie going to be about if our main character's dead? So, like, it was it was a real, like, controversial situation. Um, and he did that because back in the day, apparently, what people would do is show up late to movies to, like, watch the end. So they'd be like, I just want to oh. see how it ends. Like, I don't really care how it starts. So he killed her in the beginning. So if people showed up late, they'd be like, wait, I thought this chick was in it. It was like this whole deal. God, he's a genius. He's oh, a yeah. Genius. I I can't help but feel like it's a bit of a money grab, too. It's like, I'm going to use this person to attract people to the movie. Guaranteed. Like, that yeah. That must have been some part of it, right? Yeah, that can't be denied at all. Um, and mind you, I don't know... I'm I'm really stupid about this. I don't know how famous Drew Barrymore was in 96. Like, what Bro, was she for? She's been fucking famous since she was a little kid. She's been famous forever. She was in uh, E.T., Firestarter. She's, she just grew up, basically, in Hollywood. Yeah, I knew she was in E.T., but I didn't know... Basically, like, I didn't know about her career from E.T., until i think like the wedding singer (laughs) (laughs) good movie Uh, that movie is pure gold but that scene it uh definitely opened up way better than i was expecting and the story it was more like action-packed than i expected Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. dude I don't know, you watched it just like two hours ago, so I'm hoping that you also re-registered this, because before tonight, when was the last time you saw it? Oh, forever ago. So long ago. So when this serial killer is getting his ass kicked, was that strange to you? Or was that, like, am I the only one that thought, Uh, this dude is getting his, his ass handed to him by everybody. He's running into doors, he's getting tripped, he's getting kicked, like, he is all over the place. It, it, okay, so okay. that did stand out to me, and I was like, "This is happening way more than a normal movie." Yeah, um, he got kind of fucked up, like just like almost comically. Some dude, points. I was laughing a little bit, and I was like, <laughs> "This guy is like, he's doing like front flips." Yeah, like, yeah, like <laughs> in the shins, and then he like rolls up. I'm like, "Is this, is this how it's supposed to be?" Like, I don't know if it was seen as funny when it came out. But while I was watching it, I'm like, I think this is supposed to be funny. Like, I, it did come across as funny. Like, I, I don't know if I feel bad about that, but I was like, this, the, the bad guy getting beat up takes the fear out of it for me. Because, like, the scary guy is supposed to be, like, relatively indestructible, you know? Like, right. I'm not saying, like, Jason or, is so scary. Yeah, like just being unaffected by the surroundings, right? Like you're, you're terrified, you're stalking your prey. You're like six feet away from each other and they throw something at you and it just hits you in the face and you're not phased. That's terrifying. Yeah. Right? yeah. And you're like, Oh my gosh, 
I just made it angry. But like when you hit it in the face and then it falls over and it's like, oh, you're like, oh, I got this. <laughs> oh, my feet. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I have uh, another piece of trivia. I'm going to sprinkle trivia throughout this oh, whole please, thing. Please do I it. I read some good ones. This movie was originally going to be rated NC-17 because the whatever board of people that rate movies, that's like what they decided. And one of the producers stepped in and because he want, they wanted it to be rated R. And they're like, it doesn't need to be rated NC-17. I don't know why it's rated R. I don't know what's going on here. One of the producers stepped in and they got the R rating. And Wes Craven was like, what did you do? And he was like, I told them to rewatch it as if it was a comedy. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, my God. I, apparently there, that worked. There was some, like, goofy and funny parts, without a doubt. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it cannot be confused. Uh, wait, I'm confused. I thought, what, what, NC-17 is worse than R? Yeah, so rated R, um... <sighs> you have to be 18 to go to an R movie, don't you? Yeah, so why is NC-17 worse? That's a great question. I don't know the answer to. Uh, that's a, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm so old now that I don't remember, like, what the difference is between, yeah, between them. Not only are we old enough for R and NC-17 and X and whatever, we can rent cars. Oh. That's well, old. Yeah. We can rent cars. Uh, when, what's the next milestone when we're old enough to be president? Retirement, yeah. Retirement. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> what what was this movie about? So, this movie was about a serial killer named. Well, I I don't know if serial killer is the right term, but a killer named Ghostface. Did that. they name him Ghostface? Like, actually, he was Ghostface? That's uh, that's the name in the credits. Um, oh. At least when I, like, looked up the actors, because I was trying to find out who the voice was, because during the whole movie, I was trying to figure out who it was, and I definitely yeah. thought it was Henry Winkler, but uh, I was wrong. I was very wrong. <laughs> that, that was a quick, quick course correction there. Yeah, definitely. Um, Did you... Sorry, more trivia. Do, do, do you remember the scene when he was like, little shits, and then the janitor's like, what? And he's like, not you, Fred. And it was obviously Freddy Krueger. So obviously, with the sweater <laughs> and the hat. I was like, oh my god, not you, Fred. Like, I'm surprised, like, there weren't just, like, dead kids behind him or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> throw... up blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so obvious. Just one arm is, like, 20 feet long. He's just mopping the end of the hallway. <laughs> Not you, Fred. See, like, that's one of those moments that's, like, obviously funny. Like, that's a funny thing. Yeah. Um, in that scene, when Henry Winkler goes back into his office, there's, again, another piece of trivia where he, like, opens his little, like, closet. And for those of you that don't know, Henry Winkler is uh, the guy that played Fonzie in Happy Days. Mm -hmm. um, the Fonzie leather jacket was in the closet. I didn't know that. Boom. You're welcome. Wow. 
He got killed real hard. Oh yeah, it was it was intense. Um which I'm not really sure why, but you know, I guess why not? Uh yeah. Yeah, I don't really know why either. I think it 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 plays to like the kids the kids they're the viewers, like the younger viewers. They're like, Yeah, fucking principal's dead. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good point. It's like pander to your audience. Yeah. Because like and it's so many announcements of like classes canceled, tests are canceled, we're closing <laughs> down everything. It's basically a snow day, but for murder. Free condoms in the health office. <laughs> um how do you spell Wes Craven? Is it with a K? E S uh C. Uh that's why I'm not doing it. Dude, so it's really funny and interesting to me that he makes a movie that is like a genre breaker when he like helped to develop the genre. He's like self-aware. Yes. You know, it's like he knows he's doing that bullshit. Oh yeah, because he made dude countless horror movies. Tons. He and, like most of most, if not all, of the fucking Freddy Krueger ones. So that was another piece of trivia I read. Apparently, he sold the franchise uh, after I think the second one. And there's a line that Drew Barrymore says in the very beginning, which he's on the phone and like Ghostface is like messing with her, mm-hmm. uh, and asks her about the the Freddy Krueger movies. And she says, uh, yeah, only the first one was good. The rest were trash. And that was like <laughs> a, a jab at the people who bought the franchise and like ruined it. Oh, that's genius. That's fucking genius. So many good pieces of trivia, dude. I'll, I'll sprinkle some in a bit later. But going back into like the, the story of the movie, it's basically this killer who uh, is seemingly going after like relatively random people. But mm-hmm. he'll mess with them beforehand, which is really, uh, I think this movie, and I'm not sure if there was something before. I'm sure there was other movies beforehand that really made the phone scary. But this movie, I think, was really the start of this huge fear of unknown callers. Because the phone would ring, Whoa. and yeah. then you know she'd pick up and like, it's not like phones today where you can see who's calling or see the number. It was like, you know, Hey, hello. And then this creepy voice is like, Hey, how are you? Mm, what are you wearing? Sweetheart? Or like whatever the hell he said. Yeah. And like, Oh, sorry. Wrong number. And then, you know, hanging it up and the phone would keep ringing and he'd be more and more scary and intense. And I think that in itself, because of just the technology available in the day, made it really terrifying. Like, whenever your phone rings at night, you're like, who's calling? Like, as I remember that being scary when I was young. Like, yeah, the phone we had, thinking about it now, dude, the phone we had was like a freaking office setup. It was like a big black box <laughs> with, like, there was paper that you tucked inside for, like, notes Crazy, crazy shit. But there was no screen on there. So, like, if somebody called, I can't tell who's calling. God, I'm glad those are all gone forever. They're so bad. There was something satisfying, though, about hanging one of those phones up. Like, just a a good, 
solid plastic crunch. Yeah, like you don't get that satisfying feeling from hanging up on cold callers or whatever anymore. Like, oh yeah, slamming your thumb against the red button isn't the same. No, no sense of satisfaction there. Um. Oh, so Drew Barrymore gets killed real quick. Yeah, man. So the killer, like, this is our introduction to the killer is. He's messing with her on the phone and then says, like, <laughs> you know, isn't your boyfriend's name like Scott or something? And she's like, what? How do you know that? And he's like, look outside. And he's like tied up all bloody like he's been tortured in a chair. And it's like, what? How did how did this guy get here all of a sudden in my backyard? And I had no idea. <laughs> and uh, definitely gets killed. And she's freaking out and losing her mind. And he for sure murders her right before her parents get home and then her parents find her hanging body. Like, that is our our introduction to this killer, and we're like, oh, okay. All right, I see you. Yeah. And then I don't remember if it flashed forward in time um, or if that was, like, you know, like the weekend before or something. Um, I think it was the weekend before. Because yeah, it was, like, real, real quick. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then it goes to our new main character, who's not Drew Barrymore. Um, some other girl who looked familiar to me, but I don't know why. She's in, uh, like, all the Scream movies. Uh, which is interesting, because I've never seen any of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, in anything else. I think she was one of those popular, like, 90s actors. Neve? Neve? Nev Campbell? All the screams. Oh, she was in Wild Things. Uh, dang, she was in Skyscraper with The Rock. She, she was The Rock's wife, I think, in Skyscraper. What? Okay, she's still pretty active. She was in Mad Men. She was in House of Cards. Okay, okay. well, good for I, her, dude. Good yeah. for keeping it up. That's crazy. Way to stay relevant. That's dope. And now I feel bad that I like don't remember her from literally anything. Yeah, she's been a lot of shit. Good for her, man. Um, I actually think she might be the only good actor in the whole thing. And like, it's still questionable. It is still questionable, but her character was dope. I really liked her. She was actually uh, pretty cool. But basically, we go through this little you know, standard horror movie thing of setting up the characters, right? We see our main girl, her best friend, their boyfriends, and the third wheel, fifth wheel guy, you know, so three dudes, two chicks, and, like, that's that's the crew. Um, and mm-hmm. there's reporters and schools closing because they're terrified of this killer, and they're, like, staying groups of three. We're shutting down the old town. I don't know anything about this town, but apparently it's small because they're like shutting everything down due to yeah, a couple small murders. And in California, I grasped that it was in California. I thought so too, they but I didn't know where. Uh, uh, this was filmed though in the Bay Area slash North Bay, and I have oh, a great, I have a great piece of trivia for that. Holy oh, shit! I was yeah. so pumped. This is. This is definitely my style. 
where for the high school scenes, they wanted to film at Santa Rosa High. What? And they were approved and all set up, but like right before filming started, there's a fire. The school declined it because they thought it was a comedy and they were like, oh, this is a horror movie? No, we don't support this. So they oh. found a new school to, to film at and they did it. And in the credits of the movie, which I didn't watch all the way through, yeah. but I read this trivia afterward, in the credits into the like special thanks section, it says, and no thanks to the Santa Rosa High School <gasps> like Board of Education or whatever. No way. <laughs> wow. I fucking love that. I'm like, dude, I would do that. That's amazing. That is amazing. I love that. I like yeah. that the movie threw you for a loop and you didn't know who it was. Did you eventually catch on? Or who who do you think the killer was throughout the movie? You know, they had me with the dad a little bit. Um, I was... It, originally, I thought it was going to be an unknown person that we were going to see at the end. Right. I didn't think it was like someone we'd seen, you know, from early on. I didn't think it was anybody we really knew. But then they kept harping on it like you could be the killer. No, you could be the killer. And like it's always someone we know. And like doing that that genre breaking thing of saying like all the rules of the movies. So like made it very yeah. obvious that it's someone we've seen. And I was like, that's, you know, part of me. I was like, I think it's Henry Winkler. Um yeah. Then he died, uh, so I was very wrong. And then part of me thought it was the police chief, and mm. this was me thinking way too hard because they there's a scene where he tries to get the new main girl in the bathroom, and she thinks she's alone, and she's looking under the stalls, and then the boots come down, and then the creepy shawl comes down. So we yeah. see the boots, and there's a scene where the sheriff is like smoking and he's like oh i thought you quit and then he like throws it on the ground and stomps it out with his boot oh and i didn't know this like i didn't i didn't see it well enough to see like oh it's the same boot but i just saw that it was a boot and i was like is the sheriff is the sheriff the murderer is that what I i'm getting here i think they got you i think they, they got me. throw a ton of fucking traps everywhere and they just try to get you, everybody, with something. Yeah, I man. remember being mind-blown when I saw it originally. I was like, what the actual fuck? I really, really didn't get it. Yeah, when we get to the end, um, we'll talk about it, but it definitely took me by surprise. Wow, that's good. It At least did. It had it, that. I'm, I'm happy with it. Again, it was very unexpected, like the whole movie experience was unexpected for me i like didn't <laughs> know what i was getting myself into and i watched the whole thing and i was like that's not what i anticipated whatsoever and and you know to his credit it, it was supposed to be genre breaking and i knew that but at the same time because it's way older i thought it would have already been played out so i was expecting the standard movie you know what i mean everybody tries to be different and then everybody's the same kind of thing yes Yes, I was just like, you know, I know what I'm I know what I'm about to watch. And I was very wrong. 
so I guess it's it's important to note that our main girl is kind of plagued by her mom being killed. Like that's like yeah. a yeah. So of I, a I was gonna say I want you to on. kind of take it away on like what what this movie is kind of about once this new girl comes into the picture. You just watched it. It's fresh in your mind. I'm yeah. two days in. So her dad leaves on a trip. Uh, and you're like, oh, now you're going to be in trouble because you're alone. And your brain, what's really cool is like your brain goes immediately into thinking in normal scary movie stuff. You know? And I think the first genre breaking thing is that she beats the shit out of the bad guy all the time. Dude, yeah. All the time. And then she like calls the bluff of the fucking killer and she like punches his face and like uh, smacks his head together with symbols at one point. That didn't happen. I made that up. But like but she was, doesn't might as well have. Yeah, she fucks him up. And um, her thing is like she's left alone. And then you find out that her mom was like brutally like raped and murdered uh, almost exactly a year to the date of this to the day of this movie. Uh, or the time happening in the movie. And um, everybody thinks like, oh, the guy, it may, maybe it wasn't the guy in prison. Maybe this person's coming back and trying to get her. Because this guy, this dude keeps on trying to get her over and over and over. And so, like, none of it makes sense now watching. Like, she wouldn't be in school. Like, she'd be in, like, protective custody for until they got him or something. Yeah. And... They definitely would have gotten track of the dad. Uh, so many, so many things. Did you know that the, I don't know if you, you saw, because it was really quick, and he wasn't in the movie for more than four seconds. But Liev Schreiber is the, uh, was the convicted killer. Wait, what? They only the show series? him in clips on the news. I saw I saw the clips and I remember the clips, but I didn't put together the face. Really? Yep. No way, dude. That is crazy. Cause he's in the next one. Oh, is he? he? I think he's the main character in the next one. Oh, that's awesome. That's wild. Um Yeah, I saw it and I was like, Lib Schreiber, what are you doing in here? Uh I guess I didn't realize that like that whole side plot and that he ended up being falsely accused. Like I, I, when I was younger, I didn't pick up any of that side plot. You know, I was just like there for the, the scary movie and gore shit. Yep. Like most people are, you don't really think of scary movies as having a story. <laughs> right. Is that the one where the fucking guy got hung upside down and they drained him like a pig? Like you remember how people died and shit and like what happened? Yeah, it's like if you think about Halloween and and Friday the Thirteenth, it's like both indestructible dudes in jumpsuits killing teenagers. It's like, okay, is that the one with the machete or the kitchen knife? Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, I think that just says they're just goes to tell you they're so cookie cutter sometimes that like you have to find weird ways to differentiate, and the story doesn't even matter sometimes. Yeah, the story matters here. Um. So, like, there's a bunch of, like, running around where this doesn't make sense to me. Like, the ghost face is just following her around in a grocery market in broad daylight and nobody sees him. Nobody cares. It's craziness. Like, 
how is this person inconspicuous? Like the best mask, the best disguise is not wearing the mask. That's yeah. Not wearing the costume. And I think they address this a little bit in, you know, when they find like the mask and he pulls up like a costume kit, you know, like when you go to the Halloween store, they just come in little baggies. Yeah. Yeah. He pulls it up. He's like, you can get this at any costume shop anywhere. There's no way to trace it. They they sell thousands of these. So like that, they should have I I'd miss that, but they should have pushed harder on that, in my opinion, and just had like a bunch of people out in the streets wearing them or something. Yeah. And I think the only thing that they did on that was one kid in the high school ran through this the hallway in the costume. Yeah. yeah. Like that was it. That scene cracked me up. I don't know if this was like how it went down back in the day, but now that I'm my that now that I'm with Katie and she's in the the working in a school district, I know that this isn't how it happens now. But like the two kids that were scaring everybody wearing the the ghost face masks at school, he was talking to them and he's like, "You guys are disgusting. You know what? You're both expelled. Get out of here." And like just just <laughs> that's it. That's all that needed to happen. You're expelled. You're done here. Like, he's yeah. the business owner, you know? But, like, now it takes, like, a fucking review board, and it takes, like, a month of decision-making, and you have to involve, like, 13 people. And I would like to imagine that it was never that easy to fucking kick people out of school. Yeah, I highly doubt it was ever that easy, except for, like, way back in the day where, like, grades 1 through 81 were freaking taught in the same church you know yeah yeah all 16 kids and so if you don't like one kid you're like hey get out of here go play in the mud exactly that's the only time um so they're like the the movie's kind of building you up to believe that it's a bunch of different people The she gets attacked in her house and the killer vanishes and the boyfriend sneaks up through the window and that's like his thing he sneaks up through the window and you're and that's the first clue or trap however you want to look at it and you're like oh fuck is it the boyfriend because the bad guy's gone and the boyfriend's here and she thinks that she's like dude you got here right when he's gone that's you yeah and what cracks me up is like the main piece of evidence that that leads us to think he might be the killer is his cell phone pops out of his pocket and she sees a cell phone and it's like, it's you. And it's like, yeah. uh, do you want to review like the, the most recently called individuals? Like, do you want to look through the phone at all? Or do you just want to see a phone and immediately just call it? Like what I, it was, it was so ridiculous, but I guess for me, think, because we all carry phones now. Yes. I think that was a thing for rich kids back in the day. Like, and yeah. I think that's that's the the clue there, and it, that just straight up didn't age well. Yeah, that's it's hilarious because I saw that and I'm like, that can't be the only thing, right? Like that. I I thought the same thing. I was like, uh, what if your cell phone fell out? Like, well, I don't know. Um, but then he immediately goes to jail, and then. Very quickly, like the next night, she's she's all traumatized, fucked up, staying at her friend's house. She gets a call, even though the dude's at jail, and you're like, oh, my God. the They pinned it on the wrong person. Fucking the dude's still out there. 
Um, oh, and also she got chased at the school. So like more clues, oh, yeah. more clues that he didn't do it. And you're like really thrown off now. And you're like, what the fuck? And then um, they're like, let's let's blow off some steam. And then the be- I think the best parts of the movie take place at the house during the party. Oh, dude, so good. Um, and they were like, let's blow off some steam, even though there's a fucking curfew and even though there's a fucking serial killer, let's all go have a party. No parents. Yeah, and the cop is supervising. That's my favorite part. They're like, there's a curfew. You guys have to go inside. This is very important. I have a better idea. Let's throw a huge house party. And the cop's like, well, they're just kids having a good time. It's like, no. The cops would never be that chill. Ever. Not a chance. Ever. Not a chance. Especially uh, in California. Yeah. Um, so they throw this epic house party. And immediately, the poor best friend, I think, dies in the worst way. <laughs> I That really fucked me up. Oh, her, uh, yeah. The, her, the garage? Yeah. Her best friend goes out to the garage to get beers. And it's so funny because, like, she is not taking the killer seriously. And no one does at first, I think. Yeah, that was, again, one of those moments where it was like a comedy. Yeah. More and more genre breaking. They're like, oh, hey, Randy, what are you doing now? What's happening? And then she gets cut, like, with a real knife. And she's like, what the fuck? Freaks out, tries to run away. And there's, like, a doggy door in the garage. And he's like the moment like she's running away and is halfway through the, the doggy door. You can like what's comical about it to me is like go, the ghost face has to like be very animated. So, you know what they're thinking? Yes, because there's no facial expressions. Yeah, so you have to like body language it. And it, you're right. Like he looks at her and then looks at the, switch <laughs> the garage. And he's like, yeah. I could I know what to do here. <laughs> I wonder if this shit will work. But he, like this this scene is one of those scenes that's like really funny to me. And I again, I, I don't know if it was supposed to be, but like not only is she not taking him seriously, but before he cuts her, like, you know, she's messing with him and then he cuts her and then she thinks it's serious. And now they're in like a small confined space about to basically fight to the death. And she starts throwing beer bottles at him. And yeah. he's getting wrecked. Like, he gets hit yeah. in the face. He's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and it's like, dude, straight up murderers don't make that sound. Like, I don't I don't know what to do with this. It was like he was just getting his ass kicked. And then she tries to escape through the door. And it's like, this is funny to me. I feel bad because maybe at the time it was scarier. But to me, I'm watching this. I'm like, is is this scary? Is this funny? Like, I don't know how to take this moment. Yeah, agreed. I I want to say back then it was supposed it was supposed to be really scary, and I think people took it more as like a scary thing. But now it's just there's nothing, no other way to take it than funny at some points. And I know for a fact that that fucking garage would not lift her up. Nope. I remember being a little kid and hanging on to the garage a hundred times with my brothers and it fucking freaks out and stops all the time. Yep. I did the all same thing. Tried to hold on to the garage. Would not work. 
Nope. And then you get in a lot of trouble. Dude, because I, I had a garage door and it, it wasn't a roller door. It was like a big wooden panel and it would like. Oh, like those are sweet. Up. You could go really high. Yeah. So I thought I could hold on to it and like go up. And it, it it was so sensitive that if my parents parked too close to it and it like hit their car, it would go back down. It'd be like, bink. Oh, sorry. Like it oh, wouldn't oh. hurt the car at all. It would just be like, dink. That's a really good one. Yeah, but I mean, like, it looked old as hell, and the springs were, like, dangerous. Um, <laughs> so I just don't, like, when I saw it, I, like, didn't buy it. And she just was, like, slowly rising to a guillotine. And I was like, I don't think so. I think you would have been okay. Yeah, and I don't think it would have been strong enough to fucking crush her. It would have got stuck, and she would have been, been fine. So many ways she would have been fine. Yeah, or she could have just literally limp noodled and she would have slipped out. Yes. Like, you got to try to stay in that little dog door. She right. was a tiny woman and that door was for a bear. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just, just let go. That, so that was funny. Um, and she was dead immediately. Like, no, no suffering, just snapped her neck or something. Dead. Yeah, like, I almost it would have been better if they'd, like, duct taped a, a couple knives to the top to, like, make it make, it make sense. <laughs> You know, yeah, but it was just, yeah. oh, I'm I'm at the top and I'm dead now. Or like, she's almost out of the doggy door, and he pulls her back in, and gets her, or like starts stabbing the lower half of her body while the upper half we see the upper half getting through. Yeah, but I think that's generic horror movie shit that we're our brains are trying to lean on. Uh, so th- that was the first kill in a party. In the middle of a party with a house filled with 100 kids and no one noticed. Even though that was where all the beer was. No one got another beer for the rest of the night. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no more beer. That is the least realistic part of the entire movie. No one got a beer for the rest of the party? Really? Not a fucking chance. Um, so we know it's not her. Pretty much you're, you're the only people that are ruled out are the ones that are dead, in my opinion. Because you start to think it's the nerdy friend because he's obsessed with scary movies. And he's yeah, the one who starts a... really calling out the rules. Yes, and that's why I was really glad about that. Because again, like I said earlier, I wasn't sure how they were going to do it. I knew that it was going to happen, but I was like, how? how do you call out the rules of a horror movie in a horror movie? Like, you know, and and break the genre without being ridiculous. Like, I didn't I didn't know what was going to happen. But, I like, I've heard it so many times of people referencing this movie. And I'm like, I don't know how that's going to work. But they took a movie buff and just, you know, he's seen all the horror movies. So he totally knows how it works. And I thought that was a really good call. Yeah, yeah. And he was just applying all of it to the real life situation. He's like, it's it's got to be the dad because of this and this. Or maybe it's this person because this and this. He's like, none of you can have sex or do any drugs. And all of them boo him and throw popcorn at him and shit. Oh, I love that. It's <laughs> like, yeah, you can't have sex. And they're like, boo. Yeah, and you can't drink or do drugs. Boo. <laughs> Everyone just hates him all of a sudden. Loser. 
Uh, Part of me definitely thought it was the news cameraman. That would have been a good side one, and it would have made sense because he was shit on like the whole movie by Monica. Um, the whole the I really liked the whole like camera hidden camera delay thing. Yeah, man, that made it really creepy. Yes, um, because we then know like we we watched it in real time. And then we get back to the truck and we see things we've already seen before. We're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like it will it was so weird because like it'll happen. We'll see it live and then we'll go to the delay and we're watching it with the people. And we're like, where's the fucking killer? And they open the door and the killer's right there. Stabs cameraman. Oh, so good. Um, I did like that. And no one saw that fat fucking camera on top of the VCR where they were changing changing in and out movies. I know. What did they think that was? Just nobody saw it. Nobody saw this creepy camera with an antenna sitting there. The thing was the size of a football. Right. Right. Did not make sense. Um, Maybe because, like, all technology was just bulky and they thought it just was another piece of the hardware. Yeah, I dude. If you want to be a successful tech company in the 90s, put your thing in a huge black plastic box. Yes. And you're guaranteed to sell out and be a billionaire. That's it. God, if we only fucking knew. <laughs> we only knew. I remember we got at one point uh we had like a white DVD player. And we're like, "Ooh, it's so sleek and a nice." White DVD player. Yeah, because it was, like, a different color than, like, oh. every other... Like, our VCR was this big black thing. Yeah. It was like, what? <laughs> it's, like, part of the appeal. It's, like, DVDs are new, and now here's a new look, and everybody's like, oh, my God. Dude, and I remember, like, when CD players... Like, it was... Oh. It just makes me feel so old. Even though I I don't feel old, things like this make me feel old. This is this episode is definitely making me think about the past. My sister got a CD player before I did. Uh, <gasps> like, I guess I had to earn it or whatever. But like she got this CD player and it was this like gray thing. And she loved it. And like, I would always steal it to listen to CDs. And it was finally my time to get a CD player. So we were like walking through. I think it was Fry's Electronics. And my mom was like trying to be super sly for christmas i'll never forget this was so funny she's like hey so um like if you got a cd player like which one would you want and i found this dope ass blue one it was like the the top cover that slammed down was clear blue so you could like see the cd spinning in it and i was like i want this one and uh i got that one for christmas and (laughs) I'm glad you didn't just intentionally pick, like, the most expensive one. No, I just saw what was cool. I was like, I want that. I don't know how much it was. I'm hoping it wasn't expensive. Now that I look back, it was probably, like, a million dollars. But, like, I'm hoping it was, like, $15. Now, like, here, take it. Get it out of my store. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. I wonder how much that shit was. I have no grasp on it. Yeah, man. I actually now feel really bad. Like, what if it was, like, 50 bucks? I don't know like how much anything was (laughs) and I feel bad I feel real bad 
Yeah, I, dude. Well, I remember that iPods were stupid expensive. Can I tell you something amazing? Oh, my yes. God. I remember when I got an iPod, or I wanted an iPod, and I was, like, walking through the Apple store with my dad. And I think the iPod itself was, like, 150 bucks or, you know, whatever it was. And I was like, yeah, I want this one because you could fit 75,000 songs on it. And my dad was like, do you know that songs are a dollar? And I was like, yeah, like they're 99 cents. And he's like, so to fill that up, you'd have to spend $75,000. And it, it like reality punched me in the face. It was the, it was the weirdest moment. He's like, you to fill that up, you have to spend $75,000 to, to oh fill that thing up with God. music. I was like, Dad, you're totally right. <laughs> like, maybe I need, like, $16? I don't know. <laughs> Dude. Ooh. And I think that was back in the day where, like, you had to get your CD and put the CD into iTunes and then put the, the songs on there. So we're still at the time where you had, if you liked one fucking song on a CD, you had to buy the whole thing, which is annoying as balls. Yep. And uh. I, I remember spending like two days putting all my CDs into iTunes. Like it took it me took forever. forever. Yeah. It, but then it's amazing. And you had your shit anywhere and it never skipped. It was amazing. Yeah. Skipping was the biggest joke ever. Uh, dude, and then there was this weird fucking period of time where, like, we had weird-ass phones, like, weird, crazy phones, and iPods. And everybody, everyone had an iPod. Or, well, or some sort of, like, music device. Yeah. Like, there was a separation, and everyone had more stuff with them. Dude, it was... Yeah, it was hilarious to like, I remember specifically getting excited when the last class let out so that I could put my headphones on and have my cool backpack with a little headphone loop so I could have my CD player in the in the backpack and the headphone loop come out. And I was like, I'm cool. I'm just (laughs) never cool, ever. Get my ass handed to me. Dude, amazing. I will... I will, like, never find all the songs that I had on my iPods because I would go to people's houses and, like, just pull music from them, put it on my iPod, go to someone else's house. And I, and I like, and they would, the format would be all fucked up in the iPod because we would steal music and shit. So, like, I have all these songs that I loved and will never know what they are, what the artist was. Lost forever. Yep. I remember having to go through my iTunes library and put in that information. Like it wasn't like load the CD. Here's all the info. It was like artist unknown for 20 tracks. Right. One, two, three, four. And I have to listen and be like, okay, this is this artist. And this is this track. And this is this artist. And this is this track. And this is the album. And this is the year. And like fill in all the information. Oh God. I remember being like a music, like a, music illiterate because i would be lazy and i would just like 
quickly highlight, like, let's say it was Blink-182's second album, I would put, like, album two, track one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and, like, <laughs> not one fucking quit. and people would be like, dude, how do you like this song? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Kids will never know how hard they had it. Those, okay, this is going to be the thing that in, like, 15 years we'll tell our kids maybe less than that 10 years we'll tell our kids and they'll be like that is the most stupid dumbest fucking thing you've ever said dad go back to the room go go back to your room dad go eat your vitamins and sit on the couch (laughs) it's not 1918 anymore (laughs) be like well they used to press music on Huge black vinyl discs. You'd have to play it with a needle. You're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) They used to inject themselves with music. There was a needle with a trumpet at the end. (laughs) Oh my god. Who fucking knows what it'll be like in ten years, bro? Like, dude, it won't. (laughs) The world is gonna end by then. Yeah, I mean, shit. This the way I mean we're off to a great start. Uh, should we finish this movie? <laughs> we probably should. We probably should. We went down nostalgia lane. We went on political lane. Gone down a lot of streets so far. We need to we need to get back on track. Spooked over. It's obvious to me that we just need to hang out. Uh, we're trying to get out our hangout times in the podcast, and just deal with it. Everyone, just deal with it. Yeah. Literally. I want to talk to my friend. Hey, if you if you hate this, go ahead and email us at aswspodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, uh, that'll teach our him. fucking guts. Go ahead and leave a comment. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and like, comment, and subscribe. It'll be great. Uh, I'm just totally unafraid. Uh, I know. <laughs> I have no fears. I don't give a shit. The like uh, best part about not getting paid is like you're just no one's bitch, you know. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, all right, let's let's go to the end. Some more people die. Who? Yeah. So we're at the party. That's so where we the thought process. Like getting to the end when we find out who the the ghost face is. So, again, after the series of kills that we've seen right like you're obviously your thought process tr- like tries to narrow and you definitely get the thought that you've seen the killer right like the movie guy whose name escapes me like skeeter or whatever the hell is like skeeter. <laughs> i don't know his name but he like has his rant in the movie store like you could be the killer or i could be the killer or you know anybody could be the killer for x y and z reasons yeah. but it's always someone we know and so we get this impression like okay we we know who the killer is uh mm-hmm. what clues are we missing and so as people die we're like okay um not that guy not that guy so again my mind started steering to like a third party like there is someone outside of this that is killing people which is not uncommon for horror movies um right you know what i mean like as much as this tries to break the genre by calling out these stereotypes there's a lot of movies that have had killers that end up being like the best friend or whatever but Mm. a lot of times there's killers that we don't know anything about 
You know, like, is Freddy Krueger anybody's best friend? No. Is Michael Myers anybody's best friend? No. Like, these famous killers are nobody, and they intrude on these groups. So, like, my mind was like, okay, maybe this is someone completely separate. Um, And I was, spoiler alert, I was severely thrown off because the boyfriend dies. And I'm like, okay, for sure not him. Because especially he's like, you know, what's it going to take for me to convince you I'm not oh, the yeah. killer? And then he gets stabbed by the killer, and you're like, uh, that. That convinces me pretty well that you're not the killer. He's literally um, dying. He's like, see? <laughs> see? It, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so when they reveal, I guess I'll get to the reveal, that it's a team effort. There's more than one killer dressing up as Ghostface. It's yeah. it's uh, the boyfriend who's uh, Kirkland brand Johnny Depp. And <laughs> nailed Shaggy. it. You know I'm right. You fucking got it. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Can that Jesus. be the name of our episode? Kirkland Johnny Depp. Um, <laughs> those two best friends are teaming up to be psychos and what like i i don't know if it's supposed to be funny but it made me feel really sad actually is like essentially they they reveal themselves and they're doing like their killer monologue to this girl who they're like planning on murdering and her dad who's tied up who's never been gone on business he's been like tied up the whole time Mm mm-hmm and they're like, yeah, so it's uh, the anniversary of your mom's death, and we're going to kill you, and then we're going to blow your dad's head off and make it look like a suicide. Perfectly wrapped up. We'll never get caught. And they're, like, doing their whole deal. And then she fights back, and they end up, like, stabbing each other, and it's, like, this whole thing. And Shaggy, whose name escapes me, uh, <laughs> is getting, like, lightheaded, and she escapes and is like gonna tell everyone and he's like my parents are gonna be so oh, yeah. mad at me. <laughs> and like i think that was supposed to be funny but yes, the way he part. said it was like it made me really sad i was like is he is he like he doesn't have all the screws tight you know what i mean like he's not yeah. right right uh, it was really weird it was this really weird moment but i think it was supposed to be funny and i was like this guy is just I, garbage. I took it as funny because he was like d- literally dying. He and the other killer stabbed each other to make it look like they weren't the bad guys. He was literally dying and the cops were on their way. And he's like, my mom and dad are going to be so mad. <laughs> the way he said it made me feel really bad. I don't know what the deal was. Oh, so funny because he was like a little <laughs> kid. My mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. Um, But they are, like, trying to wrap this situation up before they get caught. The police are coming, and they take... So the, the we skipped over the part where the cop, who's been at the party the whole time... Yeah. He gets his ass kicked. He's like dead or knocked out on the porch or whatever. I think he's dead. He's dead. There no. was a knife in his back that was pulled out by the killer. Later we find out he's okay, but Raz oh, is he okay. He's dead. Okay. Yeah. Well, in this movie, the only one that I've seen, he's for sure dead. Um, 
and the girl gets the gun, which I don't know where they got the gun now that I think from about it. From the cop. From the well, cop. No, because there's two guns. There are two? There was a gun that um, the killers had, and somehow she gets it. It gets knocked away. The reporter lady takes the cop's gun, which is, in my mind, I saw that coming a mile away because they already had a gun. And I was like, dude, all you got to do is get to that down cop. He's got a gun on him, guaranteed. He didn't leave that in the car. Like, right, right. There's, there's a gun on his hip right now. You just got to get to it. Maybe the dudes just had a gun. It was part of the plan. So I think two. they did because the plan was to kill the dad with the gun yeah, and make yeah. it look like suicide. Um, but dude, she like, she makes it happen. Like she, yeah, handles their business and they end up like wrestling a little bit, which is a little discouraging. Uh, the girl from friends whose name escapes me, Courtney Cox, Monica, Courtney Cox, Monica, we're going to call her Monica. So Monica comes in and shoots him in the shoulder and we think he's dead. Because he does the whole, uh, and then just right. passes right. out. And we're like, okay, cool. Everything's fine. And then again, kind of genre breaking. And it makes it more of like a funny action movie at this point. Yeah. Because she takes the gun. And the friend, the movie guy is like, this is the part where we think he's dead, but he's not really dead. And in saying that, we think it's not going to happen. Because when you call it out, it's like, okay, well, yeah, this yeah. is what would happen, but it's not actually going to happen because this is real life. And then he comes up, and she just blasts him square in the forehead. Right. Like, <laughs> noise. Game over. She's like, yeah. not in this movie or something like that. Or not, not going to be my ending. Not on my campus. Not on my campus. Um... Yeah, and so I I watched a little bit in the credits and didn't see anything happen. Did I miss a credit scene? Mm, no. D- the the cop definitely was shown as alive in this movie though. No. Yeah, they were they at the end it was a very very quick wrap up, like a very abrupt and they were pulling him away on a Oh, he got he was on the gurney. Yes. He's totally right. Yes. You don't take corpses on a gurney. The worst, the worst cop survived. I mean, this dude could have prevented like 18 deaths in that house that night. Uh, How is he not fired? Don't know. I mean, what do you expect from a guy named Dewey? I know. (laughs) Officer Dewey. Yeah, I'm I'm begging you to let murders happen. That's what that means. Dude, now that I think about it, it's just wildly fucked up, but it was so funny at the time when we were not politically correct. But you know scary the scary movies? Yeah. So one of the first ones, like the first or second one, they do a like a Dewey like character, and he's literally a mentally disabled cop. No. Yeah, like and he has like a like he's like drooling and has like a little spinny hat and it's like when i I, when i was watching it as a kid i was like this is the fucking funniest thing ever because like that's how i viewed this cop he was just a he just fucked up all the time but i'm now that i'm looking at it i'm like oh that's so bad that's That's so bad dude can i tell you some more trivia oh 
to fucking fire away. Yes. The original title for Scream was going to be Scary Movie. Which is why the parodies were called Scary Movie. Wow. Well, I'm glad it wasn't called Scary Movie because that's too much of a like genre breaker. Yep, me too. I'm a, I'm 100% with you. If you call it that, you you go into it with a different mind. Yeah, you are like, what am I going to watch? You do, you don't expect a a, a st- scary movie from the start. Yeah, you don't you don't anticipate it because it's called scary movie. So you're like, oh, I'm expecting to be scared, and like you you just go into it differently. But if it's called Scream, you're like, oh, what's going on here? I wanted to drag Katie in to see this movie to watch this movie with me so bad because you know how like you and I had those movies from when we were kids that just fucked us up so bad, and if we like thought about it, it would freak us out. So we went and watched those movies. So that's hers. Really? Yeah, and apparently her, like, parts of her house growing up resembled the house that Drew Barrymore was in. So, like, the windows in the kitchen that looked out the front yard is the thing that she remembers. And that scared the fuck out of her. And, like, if the phone called at the middle of the night, she would, like, sprint to her bedroom. And, like, just hearing scream in the background tonight, she was like, this is fucking scary. It's freaking me out. And I'm like, I wish you would just watch it with me because it is so not scary. It is so, it's not only not scary, it's funny. Like, yeah, the movie is, it's just one of those things. Like, I think that's a good challenge for everybody. Find something you were terrified of as a kid and and revisit it. Because like I said, like Night of the Comet, like gave me nightmares and like just terrified the hell out of me. It was a comedy, a comedy. Sterling, the <laughs> comedy. I, I, I think she should watch it. I do too. It's a good way to tackle a fear forever. Um, which is why our podcast is good for you for so many different reasons. Yeah, man. But she'll never hear it. She doesn't no. listen. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Neither does Val. It's okay. Uh. She, you know, she listens to like super select episodes and will not tell me about it. And then like a week or two after the fact, she'll be like, oh, yeah, you said that on the podcast. And I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> you, you listen. Uh, what? <laughs> Go say again. Um, dude, so. Off this list, should we pick what movie we're going to do next week? Oh, oh, wait, bye. When does when does Bly Manor come out? Bly Manor comes out on the ninth. Ah, fuck. So that'll be our next next. Yeah. So that'll be in two weeks. That's a challenge because that's instead of like two hour movie, hour and a half movie, it'll be like ten hours that we'll have to get through. Still less than Lord of the Rings. Yup. Uh, but I'm juiced, fucking crazy juiced, dude. So show. what are you thinking for next week? Let's pick something. Hit me, hit me with the list again. I'm gonna IMDb these real fast. Okay, so we have Clown from 2014. From 2014. Oh, oh, this looks really fucked up. Okay. Oh, share your screen. Share that bad boy. <laughs> You're gonna be my Jamie. 
my young Jamie at this point. Jamie, I'm Joe that... Rogan. You're young Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. Jamie, Jamie pull, pull Jamie, it up. Shut up. <laughs> can you see my screen? Yes, I can. Holy balls. You see this? It's like someone surgically putting a oh, God. clown nose on somebody. Oh, it looks terrible. Or is the guy like becoming a clown and he can't help it? Is that oh. what's happening? I don't know. Like he that I don't know. It's, I I kind of want to watch it now. It looks kind of it esque. Okay, so that's that's a top contender. Okay, I like yeah. that. The next one is one hundred percent a comedy, but it's also a pretty good scary movie. It's called Abominable. Like the Abominable Snowman. Oh, the the cartoon movie. No. What? There's another one called Abominable? Look, Abominable type Abominable Sci-Fi. Okay, so there's two Abominables because there's definitely this cartoon one. Yep. 2006. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Oh, yes. So I referenced this on a very early episode of, of this podcast. Did you really? This is basically... The movie Rear Window meets Bigfoot. <laughs> Wait, so how like, is Rear Window? The guy's watching this happening from the window? Yeah, so it's this guy in a wheelchair goes up to like Tahoe or something on a vacation. And the cabin next to him is rented by like a bunch of sorority girls. And he witnesses like Bigfoot basically ripping them apart. And... <laughs> has to like try to save them but he's in a wheelchair it's it's a scary movie but it's also hilarious because it's a sci-fi movie yeah definitely worth a watch so you've definitely seen that i've 100 percent seen this i highly recommend it first of all uh but for our for our purposes it might not be the best but i really want to watch one that we both haven't seen now I, I okay. said we had to watch Scream because it's a staple. Okay, but... well, we both haven't seen Clown. Yeah. There's uh, Open Door, or The Open Door. It's called The Open Door? I'm not sure. The Open Door. Uh, movie? The, it, ugh, dude, church shit scares me. <laughs> me too, bro. Like, I don't know why, like, I don't know, shit about demons, that fucks me up. Uh, Sam and the, Sam and the life he shares changes the attitude of his family, friends, and community towards those with special needs? What? This isn't a horror movie. Wait, is, is Clint Carmichael in this? Uh, no. Okay, look up The Open Door with Clint Carmichael. Help if I spelt his name. I said Carmichael. The Open Door. Oh, wait. I'll just look up Clint Carmichael. Uh, the Open Door. Here we go. Plays Angelica's Dead. A pirate radio station is granting callers their heart's desires, but as some teenagers find out, be careful what you wish for. Ooh. That sounds pretty cool. good. I like that. It's like a don't make a deal with the devil sort of thing. Yeah. 
That's okay. Sweet. I yeah, love like, that one. I love super shitty like classic horror movies like this. Dude, I love shitty movies. You Me know that. <laughs> That's why we started a podcast. Yeah. So uh, next on the list is Carnival of Souls. Uh, yes. <laughs> God, I can I want to make a movie. I I feel like I could make one of these with like 60 bucks. This one is 1962. It's a very old movie. Uh it looks pretty fucking scary even though it was in 1962. After a traumatic incident, a woman becomes drawn to a mysterious abandoned carnival. And look at the guy. Hang on, let let me pull up a picture of that dude's fucking scary face. <laughs> Where'd it go? I just saw one. Yeah, this guy. Do you see that? Oh yeah. Wait, pull up. Oh, whoa. Yeah, I don't this like guy's that. Underwater for sure. Yeah. Ew. I have a feeling at this point it would be trash, but could be great. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. A lot of this is underwater. Okay. Okay, so there's a movie called Terrified. Terrified movie. All right, last one, and then we'll cut it. Yeah, we'll take this offline. Ooh, oh, look at this thing. It's like an alien man or a zombie man with his face split. It looks like it's in another language. It's uh, Argentinian. Ar- Argentinian. At home in Buenos Aires, Clara hears strange voices coming from the plug hole in her kitchen sink. Her husband, Han, is perplexed when she reports that they were discussing a plan to kill her. That night, Awakened by thumping sounds, he assumes at first to be coming from the house next door. Han is horrified to find Claire's dead body hovering in midair in their bathroom, violently and repeatedly slamming against the wall as if thrown by an invisible force. Oh, this is straight up the plot. Uh, that's yeah, I was going to say, if you read the plot on uh, Wikipedia, it's going to be a huge problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the movie. It's, the whole movie is listed out. <laughs> What what sounds the best to you? Dude, I think we were both drawn to clown. Yeah, it looks kind of like not just scary, but fucked up. I think that's what we need. I think so, too. And we've never seen it. It's and one of our fans recommended it. So I want to we got to do it. Boom. Let's do it. (laughs) Fucking clown. If it is, I will be into it if if it's really about, like, some dude who can't help but turn into a clown or something. That's kind of scary. I don't know what it's about, but I, I don't want to know until I watch it. I don't want to expect. The only issue I have with it is that the cover art looks like it, like with the, the eye slits. Yeah, very similar. But I'll deal with that later. Right, we'll watch it. Right, right. This might be a fucking hidden gem, dude. It was recommended to me by a very good source. So, <laughs> all right, we'll hit it. Clown for the fucking next one. <laughs> Woo! Um, anything else? Are we done? 
Um, I'm trying to think of any other. Oh, there was a couple pieces of trivia that I read that I, I figured, you know what, why not share? Because they're fun. One of them was about Drew Barrymore. So the filming of the beginning scene uh, apparently took, you know, like five days or something like that. And like in order to keep her scared and crying. They had to, like, Uh figure out ways to, like, make Drew Barrymore cry. What? So terrible. What they had to do was basically tell her about real life stories of animal cruelty. (laughs) Oh, my God. To tell her, like, yeah, so these guys would, like, make their dogs fight. And, like, this guy would, like, drown puppies and, like, just basically (laughs) tell her stories of animals being hurt. And she would be like, no, stop and then like Please. film and like she'd be crying <laughs> dude that is insane i'm glad you didn't say like that they would beat her or something that's what i thought <laughs> so what they do is they fucking whip her they'd have a guy beat the shit out of her with a nerf <laughs> bat so they would leave no marks <laughs> with uh, a nerf bat would have been very appropriate for the times um, I'm trying to think of any other trivia I have. I don't think I have anything. Uh, uh, so I guess that leads us to our end bit, where if you want to reach us, um, yes. you can email us, like I mentioned earlier, with complaints or recommendations or anything, podcast at gmail.com. You can call us at 415-488-5031. Sorry. <laughs> you can find us on social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, ASWS Podcast, or Alex and Sterling Watch Stuff. You can go on our website, ASWS.show. You can comment on, our, comment on our episodes. You can play the episodes. You can see pictures of our beautiful faces. You can do a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know what? If you email us, uh, if you email us, I will send you a sticker of our logo. Um, you have to email us and say poop butt. That's it. That's all. If you've listened to that this far, you just have to say poop butt. <laughs> send it. And then I will send you a sticker. Poop butt. That's send all. It. Let's see. Let's see if people listen this far. Yes. I don't think so. All right, buddy. With That's that, it, man. I'm glad you watched Scream. And now we're going to watch this fucking spooky clown movie. Hell yeah. Catch you on the flip. All right, later. Later.